0: Welcome to Ashwood. Dark stories for bright minds. Artificial. The hospital room was cold and still. The afternoons were getting darker as winter was approaching. Vicki was sitting in an uncomfortable seat, holding her husband's hand as he slept. She was resting her head against what little padding there was on the back of the chair. The small room had become her home for the last few weeks, and it was already difficult to remember what life was like before. Vicky turned to look at her husband, Ted and began to think about their life together. She looked at him in the dimmed overhead lights and thought about their wedding day so long ago. She remembered how handsome he looked then, with his thick black hair, dark skin, and sharp features. Now his hair was thin and gray, and his pale skin hung loosely in wrinkles around his face. Vicky thought about their honeymoon together, the exciting days and passionate nights when they finally gave themselves to each other after waiting for so long. She thought about the happy moments they spent doing the things they loved. She also thought of the difficult times, like when they got the news that she was unable to have children. She thought of the few moments she had to sleep alone in their large house when he was away on a business trip. She had always hated being alone. Just the thought of it brought tears to her eyes that is why she had been sleeping in this terrible chair for the past few weeks instead of at home in her bed as much as ted insisted she go get a good night's sleep she insisted on staying by his side they did not have much time left together and she intended to spend every second of it with her husband ted slowly opened his eyes and stretched vicky quickly wiped the tears from her eyes and smiled at him He noticed her and smiled back, asking how long he had been asleep. She told him it was not long. Then they sat in silence for a little longer. Finally, Ted asked if Vicky wanted to watch something. She agreed and told the room to turn off the lights and open up their watch list. Just as it was told, the room slowly dimmed until the lights were off. A display appeared over the foot of the bed. The old-fashioned displays in the hospital took a while to reach full opacity, so for a few seconds the back of the room was still visible through the floating rectangle that was showing the list of shows they had been watching. Ted lifted his feeble hand and began slowly waving it around, and the display responded to his movements until he finally brought up the show he wanted to watch. Just as before, Vicky watched his weak, withered hand, and she thought about the strong hands that had put a ring on her finger so many years ago. When they were younger, Ted was full of energy. On their first date, they went to a rock-climbing gym. They both enjoyed being active in their youth, and most of their time was spent staying active. However, in his old age, Ted preferred watching television over doing just about anything else. Vicki was glad to spend the time with him, but she still had more energy than he did. She still wanted to go out and explore the world, but he had decided long ago that he was just too old. She knew he was right. He had not aged well, while she had barely aged at all since they got married. Vicky was consistently mistaken for his daughter for most of their marriage, and now people sometimes thought she was his granddaughter. She never had any cosmetic surgery like all of her friends, yet she looked younger than all of them. It was a point of pride for her as well as Ted. He, of course, was happy to have a wife that hardly aged at all. Now that his life was coming to an end, he would often smile at her and tell her she will have no trouble finding someone else to take his place. Of course, she insisted it would never happen. In spite of her looks, they were the same age, and she knew it would not be long before time finally caught up with her and she would be with him again in the next life. Nevertheless, the thought of living without Ted was terrifying to Vicky. As Vicky continued to watch her husband, she felt a knot in her stomach. She had been meaning to ask him an important question but she did not know how to bring it up. They were both old-fashioned, so she did not know how Ted would respond to her request. However, time was ticking, and soon it would be too late. Finally, she took a deep breath and squeezed his hand a little tighter. Ted turned to her and smiled he noticed right away that something was wrong. He waved his hand at the display, and it paused the show that they were watching. Ted asked her what was the matter. Vicky froze for a moment, trying to find the right words to say. Then she asked him the big question that had been on her mind ever since Ted had his accident. She asked him if he would be willing to upload himself into a replica before he died. As soon as she said it, panic overwhelmed her. She immediately knew she had made a mistake in asking him, and she never should have brought it up. This was not the way she wanted to spend the last few days with him. To her surprise, however, Ted gave her a little smile and rested his head back against his pillow. He chuckled a little to himself. Vicky was shocked. She waited anxiously for him to say something. Finally, he just said through smiling teeth, No. Once again, Vicky was shocked. His actions did not match his response at all. She was terrified just to ask him, and then the way he acted gave her a flash of hope, and then he shot that hope down right away. She could not help but be angry. She asked him why not, and he just shook his head. He told her it would not be healthy for her to have an android pretending to be her husband. He insisted that he did not want to do it. Vicky explained to him how much she was going to miss him. She knew she would never love anybody else, but she was also terrified of being alone. They had more than enough money to manufacture a top-of-the-line replica. She tried to tell him that it would still be just like him, because his mind would be inside of it. Of course, she left out the detail that she would take the liberty of making the replica appear a lot younger. Vicky hated to admit it but she had known for a long time that she would outlast Ted. The first time she was mistaken for his granddaughter, it became obvious to her that he did not have much time left. So she had begun looking into replicas. It was hard for her at first. She had opposed replicas from the beginning. She even voted to have them outlawed, but that proposition was immediately shot down. When replicas were given personhood status, Thus being potential voting citizens, she protested outside her state capitol building. She knew back then that it was an evil idea. There were many people who uploaded themselves several times in order to create clones. Or some people would purposely alter the minds being uploaded into the replicas to change their personalities. The worst thing was the amount of replicas whose minds were wiped to the very basics and used for human trafficking. However, as the darkness of loneliness loomed overhead, Vicky slowly changed her mind. Yes, those evils did exist, but she saw that there was a lot of good that could be done with replicas. She perceived that she could continue living a life with Ted, even after he passed on. She understood that it would not be the real Ted, but if it looked and acted just like him, and Ted was gone anyway, was it really a bad thing? Vicky had decided long ago that she wanted to replicate Ted when he died, but she never knew how to bring it up. Now that she had finally built up the courage to do so, Ted had crushed her hopes. Ted adamantly refused Vicky's persistent pleas for him to replicate. Vicky could tell that he was getting worked up, though. She was worried it might be too much stress for him, so she decided to drop it. After a short silence, Ted waved his hand again, and the show they had been watching resumed. Vicky looked away from him and into a dark corner of the room. She tried to hold back her tears, but it was no use. She tried to be as inconspicuous as possible in wiping her eyes. Suddenly, the show stopped again. She turned back to Ted, and he was staring back at her with a look of deep concern. He grabbed her hand again. His chin quivered. He opened his mouth to speak, but no words came out. Vicki had never seen him like this. He was usually so quick to speak his mind. Her mind raced with what he could possibly be trying to say. Ted brought her hand to his lips and kissed them. Tears fell down his cheeks and he began to sob into her hand. She sprang out of the chair and hugged him tightly. He slowly wrapped his arms around her. She felt his warm embrace, and wished that he would not die. She felt his hands rub her back, and she reciprocated by rubbing his back as well. He reached under her shirt, and she felt his warm hands rub up and down her spine, as he had done so many times before. "'I'm going to miss you so much,' he said quietly into her ear. "'I will always be with you,' she replied. Just then, she felt an odd sensation on her back. It felt as if Ted's fingers were slipping underneath her skin. Just before she could pull away, everything went black. Ted caught her still body in his arms and pulled her closer to him. He looked at the lifeless form in front of him. She looked just the same as the day he had married Vicky. He thought back to that day. He remembered their honeymoon. The exciting days and passionate nights when they finally gave themselves to each other after waiting for so long. Then he remembered the accident on the drive home. He remembered the way she looked afterward, barely hanging on to life. They had only been married for a week, and he was already going to be a widower. He recalled the way she reacted when he asked her to upload her conscience into a replica before she passed away. She had agreed, but only if he promised to wipe the memory of the accident and never tell her that she was a replica. Ted squeezed the limp robot tightly. He buried his face into her neck and sobbed quietly. Moments later, he let go and she dropped onto the floor. Ted's eyes were open but unfocused. He lay in his bed completely still. Finally, after all these years, he was going to be with his wife. Today's story was written and narrated by me, Joey Kluge. Music and editing by Stephen Reeder. If you enjoyed today's episode, we invite you to subscribe to this podcast. Also, it would be a great help to us if you could leave us a good review. You can learn more about Ashwood at www.ashwoodstories.com. We also have a store with Ashwood merchandise at the same address, www.ashwoodstories.com. You can also follow us on social media, at Ashwood Stories. As always, thank you for listening. Stay bright, everyone.